This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. The failure of a bill in South Dakota means there will be no task force studying the welfare of Native children in the state. South Dakota Public Broadcasting's C.J. Keene checks in on what's next. Native children make up a disproportionate number of children in the state's foster care system, which led to the initial interest in the study. Representative Perry Poyer, in a recent appearance on SDPB's In the Moment, says this has been on lawmakers' minds for some time. This has been a long-standing issue. Um, for as long as I could remember, um, at least documented um, about 20 years. It's been at 60%. 60% of children in the system are are Native children, and they wanted to come together and address it. Puyer says the issue requires involvement from state government. Where do we go from now? Well, we got to go back to the drawing table. The fight never ends until positive outcomes happen for Native children. And a lot of people will probably say, I I hear this time and time again, why don't the tribes just fix it on their own? We are South Dakotans as well. Yes, we have tribal nations, but there are native children all across the state of South Dakota. It's an issue that touches every corner of South Dakota's native community. Lower Burrell Sioux Tribe Chairman Clyde Estes thanked the bill's sponsors. He says he doesn't expect this issue to go away after the session. With some of the sponsors of the bill and uh, the support we have on the tribal and uh, some of our state supporters that uh, we will bring this issue back up again. The fact of the matter is thus is tribal and state leaders need to find uh, a better path forward to work together to put aside our differences to do what's best for all South Dakota children. SB 191 died on the floor of the state house just one step away from the governor's desk. Opponents raised concerns over costs and the members making up the committee. For National Native News, I'm C.J. Keene in Rapid City. A bipartisan bill in Congress aims to bolster tribal law enforcement and combat the epidemic of missing and murdered Indigenous people. As Arizona Public Radio's Ryan Heinches reports, the effort would enhance access to data and increase officer retention. The Badges Act is designed to increase tribal access to the National Missing and Unidentified Persons System and conduct training and information gathering to improve the resolution of missing persons cases. Tribal police often face roadblocks because of a lack of access to federal crime data. The bill would also allow the Bureau of Indian Affairs to conduct its own background checks to to improve the process of hiring officers. Arizona Representative Ruben Gallego is a co-sponsor of the bill. We need to empower these communities to protect themselves and give them their opportunity to really bring safety to their community and doesn't just necessarily have to happen from us at the federal level. Gallego hopes the bill will help with officer recruitment and retention on tribal nations by offering more access of culturally appropriate mental health and wellness programs to BIA officers and tribal police and by mandating a report on tribal law enforcement needs. Through the Badges Act, a grant program would be established to support state and tribal investigations of missing and murdered persons and sexual assault cases. For National Native News, I'm Ryan Heinches in Flagstaff, Arizona. As of Monday morning, three Alaska Native mushers were battling it out for the top spot in the Iditarod, the 1,000-mile sled dog race from Anchorage to Nome. Ryan Reddington, a Nanupiat with roots in Unalakleet, has been out in front in the last stretch of the race. 2019's Iditarod champ Pete Kaiser remains in second place. Kaiser is Yupik from Bethel. Richie Deal, a Denina Athabaskan from Aniak, was in third. Another native musher, Mike Williams Jr., Yupik from Akiak, remains in the back of the pack, keeping a steady pace. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support by Vision Maker Media, envisioning a world changed and healed by understanding Native stories and the public conversations they generate. 45-plus years of Native stories and Indigenous knowledge through film and media can be found at visionmakermedia.org. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.